0: Learn how at usps.com/advantage. USPS Ground Advantage: simple, affordable, reliable.
1: At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your roi it's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions that's wonder made possible learn more at evernorth.com wonder this is optimal finance daily episode one the five groups to blame for our financial illiteracy by ramit Sethi of i will teach you to be rich.com Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hey everyone, and welcome to Optimal Finance Daily. This is a brand new podcast where I'm going to be reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. Today, I'm going to have a post from Ramit Sadie. He's an author, and he runs the website IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And uh, my wife's a big fan, actually. She read the book. She loved it. And uh, she's often giving me little tips that uh, Ramit has passed along either uh, in the book or on his mailing list. If you have any topic requests for me, come visit OLDPodcast.com. That's OLDPodcast.com. And uh, let me know what you'd like to hear. Now, before we get to today's article, I want to see if you guys have subscribed to the show yet. If you haven't, please take a second to hit that subscribe button, and that allows new episodes to come right to you automatically so that you will remember to optimize your financial life every day. And it also helps to show your support because it goes a long way uh, in terms of podcast rankings, helping uh, this podcast to move on up on the charts. So please go ahead and subscribe. And that's just about it. So let's jump right into our first post ever on Optimal Finance Daily and help you start optimizing your life. The Five Groups to Blame for Our Financial Illiteracy by Ramit Sadie of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com Blaming everyone for being dumb is one of my most enjoyable activities. Today, a delightful foray into the world of why we're financially illiterate and whose fault it is. Let's start with a Freakonomics article by Stephen J. Dubner. Quote, one, do you consider yourself financially literate? Two, if so, how did you get that way? And now a third question. How important is widespread financial literacy to the health of a modern society? Before you answer the first question, take this little quiz borrowed from the website of Anna Maria Lussardi, a professor of economics at Dartmouth, who knows and cares more about financial literacy than anyone else you're likely to encounter. One. Suppose you had $100 in a savings account and the interest rate was 2% per year. After five years, how much do you think you would have in the account if you left the money to grow? A. More than $102. B. Exactly $102. C. Less than $102. Or D. Do not know. 2. Imagine that the interest rate on your savings account was 1% per year and inflation was 2% per year. After one year, would you be able to buy more than, exactly the same as, or less than today with the money in this account? A, more than today. B, exactly the same as today. C, less than today. D, do not know. Three, do you think that the following statement is true or false? Buying a single company stock usually provides a safer return than a stock mutual fund. A, true. B, false. C, do not know. The correct answers are A, C, and B. I'm guessing that the vast majority of this blog's readers got all three answers correct, but there's probably money to be made in betting the opposite way. Those three questions are the ones that Lusardi, along with Olivia Mitchell of Penn, have been inserting in a variety of major U.S. surveys. In a new working paper titled Financial Literacy, an Essential Tool for Informed Consumer Choice, Lusardi writes that among respondents age 50 and older, only half of them got the first two answers right, and only one-third of them got all three answers right. End quote. So what's going on here? It's easy to point at others and say, duh, those are so easy. Everyone knows about interest rates. Ha 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 ha. But if we're honest, we can all acknowledge that our finances are not as optimized as they should be. We overspend. We don't save and invest enough. When it comes to spending, we claim certain things are important, like investing for the long term, but our behavior doesn't reflect it. And it's incredibly hard to change our behavior. Whose fault is it? Lots of people, especially anonymous online nerds, love to claim that our entire financial situation is our responsibility. In the post, ugh, why don't fat people just eat less? I showed why this is patently false. Others like to debate minutiae and blame the economy, Wall Street, and everyone but themselves. You'll notice this especially among commenters on newspaper sites. Book Excerpt, Five Groups to Blame for Our Financial Illiteracy In my personal finance book, I put together a targeted list of people to blame. Here's an excerpt. Quote, Why does just about everything written about personal finance make me want to paint myself with honey and jump into a nest of fire ants? Personal finance advice has been geared toward old white men and taught by old white men for far too long. I don't understand why newspaper columnists continue to write about tax optimization strategies and spending less on lattes, hoping that young people will listen. We don't care about that. We care about knowing where our money is going and redirecting it to go where we want it to go. We want our money to grow automatically in accounts that don't nickel and dime us with fees. And we don't want to have to become financial experts to get rich. Now, I fully recognize that I'm a big, fancy author. That's right, ladies. And I'm therefore part of the quote-unquote media Perhaps it's uncouth to mock my brethren. Still, I can't help myself. Pick up any major magazine and chances are you'll see an article called 10 No-Hassle Tips for Getting Ahead with Your Finances. Amusingly, the same writers who breathlessly encouraged us to buy real estate in 2007 are now advising us on what to do in the downturn. I'm sick and tired of the same old boring, tired, and frankly horrible financial opinions that are paraded around as advice. More on this in chapter 6. Other people we can blame for our money problems. There are other common excuses why we don't manage our money. Most of them are complete BS. Our education system doesn't teach this, people whine. It's easy for people in their 20s to wish that their colleges had offered some personal finance training. Guess what? Most colleges do offer those classes. You just didn't attend. I also often hear the cry that credit card companies and banks are out to profit off us. Yes, they are. So stop complaining and learn how to game the companies instead of letting them game you. I'm afraid of losing money, some of my friends say. That's fair, especially after market losses during the global financial crisis. But you need to take a long-term view. Also, you can choose among many different investment options, some aggressive, some conservative. It depends on how much risk you're willing to take. Because of inflation, you're actually losing money every day your money is sitting in a bank account. Fear is no excuse to do nothing with your money. When others are scared, there are bargains to be found. What if I don't know where to get an extra $100 per month? It doesn't have to be $100, and you don't need to earn another penny. I'll show you how to streamline your existing spending to generate that money to invest. Remember, a dollar saved per day is $30 saved per month. Too many of us are paralyzed by the thought that we have to get every single part of our personal finances in order before truly getting started managing our money. Should I use my 401k from work or open an IRA? Should I go for mutual funds or individual stocks? Do I need a variable annuity? Here's my answer. Do you need to be the iron chef to cook a grilled cheese sandwich? No, and once you make your first meal, it'll be easier to cook the next most complicated thing. The single most important factor to getting rich is getting started, not being the smartest person in the room, end quote. Want the full six-week program? Get my book here for about $10. Who did I miss? Is there anyone else we should blame? And how come we spend so much time blaming other people, but not doing anything about it? Okay, you've just heard the post titled The Five Groups to Blame for Our Financial Illiteracy by Ramit Sadie of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's monarchmone dot OFD for your extended 30-day free trial.
1: If you have any comments about the post or about uh, Ramit, the author of that blog post, or any of your own experiences regarding these topics, let us know. Come visit oldpodcast.com, that's O-L-D podcast.com, and share your thoughts. And real quick, if you want a really, really easy way to keep track of your own income and expenses, you can get a free spreadsheet that Justin from Optimal Living Daily has crafted just for you. It's built with macros in Excel, which makes it super easy to work with. And to get it, all you have to do is join our free weekly newsletter. Just text the word financial to 44222. That's 44222, text the word financial, or visit oldpodcast.com. You can also join there. Again, it's completely free and you'll be entered to win a free book every month. And that's it for the first ever episode of Optimal Finance Daily. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you all tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily